You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, we're pushing three podcasts a week to you on the 415ers. Evan Giddings, Mark Grandy. Follow me on Twitter at egiddings10. Follow Mark on Twitter at Mark Grandy. Mark with a C, Grandy with an I. Odyssey Sports Podcast Network, 95.7 The Game as always. No, it just I just keep coming back to you know the the right stuff. Like I don't know why it's been sitting in my mind. Um, have, have you seen the movie, by the way, the 1983 film, The Right Stuff? Oh, I don't I don't think I have. So it, it's about uh, Alan Shepard and Chuck Yeager, the first two men to try and um, basically take flight into space. Right. So the Russians are the first ones in Sputnik. Uh, you know. Then it's up to the U.S. to try and combat the Russians and get into space. And Alan Shepard uh, is eventually one that does it. Uh, I remember Ed Harris is in the movie. I'm not sure who else. Uh, I think maybe Dennis Quaid. But the the whole point of it is basically these American test pilots that like they're not astronauts at all. They have not been into space. And a mm-hmm. lot of people viewed this mission as essentially a, a suicide mission. The whole the whole the main quote is spam in a can like you're, you're putting spam in a can into space on national television. And all of these guys have to basically pull in the right direction, knowing that there might be failure, knowing that they're probably not the most qualified guys for the job, but they're given the opportunity to try and basically win, you know, in disadvantageous positions. And it seems like the 49ers, you know, have created this this culture um, through Shanahan, through Garoppolo, through Kittle, uh, Bosa, a lot of guys that aren't always maybe the right men for the job in a certain position, but they pull in the same direction. And that is, you know, it's quite literally what Jimmy Garoppolo referenced in his press conference on Thursday, but something that it appears easy for talented players such as a Mooney Ward you know, other players that are coming in, rookies, young guys, uh, free agents, a guy like Charles Amenehu came over at the trade deadline last year, who's now really had a chance to demonstrate he's got the right stuff. Like there, there has been a lot of opportunity for players to step in sort of seamlessly and whether they're, you know, an all pro player or 52nd man on the roster, like, they're able to sort of embrace the culture that the 49ers have created the last couple of years. And now seems to be evident this season. It's just interesting to me how, you know, a, a guy like Jimmy Garoppolo can be in one breath, you know, a, a, a below average quarterback. Sometimes maybe he's above some days, but also be the right man for the job. And I, I, I got to give him credit in that sense. Like he does appear to be, someone who has the right stuff. And I'm not really sure where it starts in the organization, but again, you know it when you see it. And that's why I feel like most people are confident in the 49ers moving forward, not just in week six, but beyond Mark. 
Yeah, I mean, you, we've, we've talked a lot about his play, and he's certainly been good the last couple of weeks. You know, I think I said it a couple of times. I, I would expect, you know, some more dips at some point. Maybe not necessarily this week in Atlanta. I know we're going to dive into that game here in a bit. Uh, this, in fact, might be a game where you need Jimmy Garoppolo more than normal because of the injury report. I mean, there's potential for the Niners to not have really their entire starting defensive line. Uh, no official word yet on on anyone, you know, at the time we're recording. But I, I wouldn't really expect Nick Bosa to play on Sunday. He did not practice Wednesday or Thursday. Uh, Samson uh, Ebukam was back at practice yesterday on Thursday, but he did not play Wednesday. Kyle Shanahan said it's, you know, Achilles tendonitis. Uh, because of the artificial turf in Carolina, guess what? Uh, inside uh, the Mercedes Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta, artificial turf. So I don't know if that's going to have any impact on Samson Ebukam. I think there's a name that you brought up: the trade deadline acquisition last year, Charles Amenhue. Uh, I think that probably means he's going to be asked to do more, and he's been really good so far this season. He's ranked number four among edge rushers in Pro Football Focus's pass pass rush win rate say that five times fast so uh, I think that he is (laughs) I think he is going to uh, be asked to do uh, a little bit more Um, and I know I'm I'm totally taking this in a different direction from what you were you were previously saying but I I think that this is a moment considering all the injuries I mean Eric Armstead didn't even make the trip he's not going to play Javon Kinlaw is with the team on the east coast but he'll likely not play as well it seems very likely that he won't play uh, so this might be a moment where you see some, you know, cracks in the 49ers defense, not because they were, you know, overhyped or anything, just simply because of, you know, the lack of healthy bodies at this moment. This might be a moment, Evan, where we need to see more from Jimmy Garoppolo. He's been much better the last two weeks, but he admitted it himself earlier this week uh, on Thursday when he spoke saying we left some points out there in Carolina. We need to be better. So um you know the Falcons. They aren't. They aren't going to blow you away offensively. They're mostly a, a ground attack team, despite the fact that they have some injuries in their run game. Cordero Patterson is on IR. They're starting running back, and you know, kind of their most uh, versatile weapon offensively. Uh, but this might be a game where you might not expect it because it's the Falcons. But you might need the offense to you know put up four touchdowns in this game because maybe the defense is going to be a little beleaguered. Yeah, no, I'm kind of with you. And and just looking at the 49ers' two losses, uh, you know, the Denver Broncos ran for 101 yards. Chicago Bears, granted, they were kind of forced to, but they ran for nearly 100 yards. They had 99. So, you know, a, a team that is able to run the ball effectively, especially against a defensive line that is missing some pieces, you know, could prove problematic on Sunday for the 49ers. And and I'm, and I'm glad you, you kind of take it there because – that that is to me why I feel like if he can go, I I do think Nick Bosa should play on Sunday because I I know that groin injuries are sort of tough to to you know diagnose as far as the severity of it and look his his brother Joey Bosa is dealing with a groin injury. Granted, it's much more severe, but he's out eight to ten weeks, and so I understand that. You know, potential aggravation means you miss your your best player on your roster for a long period of time. But if he can go, I I believe he should because this is a chance for the 49ers to to take down a, an inferior opponent 
Granted, one that, at least from what I've seen the first five weeks, haven't locked into every single minute of Falcons football. Come on. But they, but they kind of they kind of drag people into the mud with them. Like they they are very good at making their opponents play down to their level. And I mean, they did it against Tampa Bay. Um, I mean, they've look, they they almost came back and beat the Rams. Like they are a team that if you let them hang around, they can surprise you and potentially upset you, which is why I don't think San Francisco should try and get cute at all. And if Bosa can go, he's got to be out there just even as a presence to take pressure off the rest of that defensive line, pass rush, and rushing attack, which Bosa, I think, maybe gets a little undervalued in how good he is against the run. Uh, for a team that has, look, I mean, Russell Wilson is, he, he can run, but really the first dual threat quarterback as far as a run first, pass second offense under Marcus Mariota. And and the Atlanta Falcons, um, yeah, I, I do think he should be out there if he can go. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's interesting because I, I think there's probably a lot of 49er fans out there that feel, uh, you know, it's it's the Falcons. I, we know this is an important game. You got to win this game. You got the Chiefs and Rams coming up next before the bye. You want to get to four and two. You do not want to return home three and three, three staring at Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. And, you know, you lose that game, which is certainly possible. You're, you're back to below 500. So this is obviously a really important game. And they were kind of, reports and, and murmurs coming out of, you know, San Francisco, the 49ers headquarters in Santa Clara before this trip. And the team was saying, if we don't return four and two, you know, that's a failure and, and we feel like we're in trouble. So they obviously know how important this game is, but I don't know. I, I feel like I kind of lean the other way. I mean, if he's cleared, he's cleared, you know, Maybe, you, you know, you play them, but I feel like they might need to get, you know, an extra step further kind of in the, you know, clearing process of a player returning from injury because it's arguably your most important player offensively or defensively. I mean, you could make that argument. Nick Bosa is, you know, kind of the engine that makes things work defensively. There's obviously a lot of a lot of, you know, star power on this team, offense and defense, but he might be the number one guy, the most important guy. Uh, and it's clear. I mean, you saw when he went out in week five in Carolina, did not play the whole second half. It's not like Carolina, you know, just ran down the field and scored touchdowns on every possession. But clearly they were able to do more in that second half offensively than in the first half. And I don't think it's a coincidence that that was when Nick Bosa was on the sideline. So, you know, maybe if he's cleared, maybe you dress him. You have him ready if you need him, but you're not going to play him all that often. That's maybe a happy medium. But I, I do think there's a lot of Niner fans out there, Evan, who are thinking to themselves, let's not risk a long-term Nick Bosa injury week six against the Falcons. Is it worth it? Obviously, the, the key question to consider is, well, can you win without Nick Bosa? And uh, maybe that comes down to the health around him on the defensive line if Ebukam is going to play. 
um, you know, a couple other guys behind him who might be nicked up. I think that might be where the conversation does stem to, but it's, it's kind of a, a tough balancing act because you clearly want to win the game, but you also want to uh, save your star pass rusher for maybe more important games, which, you know, the next two weeks are. Sure. I, I do get that, but if it really is a groin injury that is going to be a lingering thing, I mean, you sit him out this week, he plays next week against the chiefs. Maybe he tweaks it then. Maybe he tweaks it in practice. Like it, I, I don't know. I, I just feel like if he gets cleared and is able to be on the field, maybe it's not for a hundred percent of snaps. Maybe it's not for 75%, but he, he just, his presence alone to me changes the game. And like, I, I know you're kind of dancing around it, but I'll take it a step further. Like, Nick Bosa is undoubtedly the best player on the 49ers. I, I, I don't think it's actually that is, close. Is best player and most important player, like, the same in your mind? Same. Yeah. Does yeah. Well, for him, it doesn't matter. Like, that that's just how <laughs> good he is. Like, I know that people have liked to make uh, the connection between Shanahan and, and having a healthy quarterback correlating to a 49ers deep playoff run. Yeah. But to me... Uh, the bigger correlation is the fact that Nick Bosa was on the field in 2019 and 2021. He missed 2020. Point. They made, they didn't make the playoffs. So as he goes, the 49ers go, I know that's weird to say for a defensive player, but that's, that's how high I hold him. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, I, you won't hear an argument from me. He is absolutely incredible. And uh, I, I think that we probably get a little too I'm not sure what the word is overhyped about the depth of the 49ers defensive line. They obviously have, you know, a lot of talent and we just ran through some of the names. I mean, they've been playing without DeForest Buckner and, and or pardon me, uh, Eric Armstead DeForest Buckner before that. I'm getting my, my former Oregon ducks mixed up, Evan, my apologies. Yeah. It's a big game for Mark this week. If anyone didn't know, Mark Grandy is a graduate of the university of Oregon. Let's go ducks. Yeah, so uh, so he might actually be rooting for the Falcons. (laughs) Of course not, of course not. But I wouldn't (laughs) mind to see uh, to see the greatest college quarterback of all time, Marcus Mariota, play well. So, oh, you meant Nate Longshore. (laughs) And if you can't tell, uh, Evan is a Cal Bears football fan. Yeah, I I come from the other side of the bridge originally from the Berkeley area. But the 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 point remains, uh, Mark would love to see Marcus throw for three touchdowns and the 49ers win by 20. That's, okay, well, that, I, that, that's what that, you're trying to get at. Uh, eh, that's obviously not going to happen. I mean, this is not a pass first uh, Falcons offense. If you have Kyle Pitts on your fantasy team, I sincerely apologize because that's looking like the biggest bust in, in fantasy football this year. I don't know why they don't use him more often, but they don't. They're a run first team. Even when Marcus Mariota drops back to pass, he has the ability to run himself uh so they're not going to throw for 300 yards that would uh i would be uh, very very willing to to put some money on that um but i do think that maybe we kind of overvalue the 49ers defensive line depth evan um because you know clearly they're playing well but i mean how much of that is a credit to nick bosa and all the attention that he, you know, demands. I mean, he's double teamed by opposing offensive lines. You have a running back on his side of the line, whatever edge he's rushing from to chip him as well. Sometimes you you commit three offensive players just to limiting Nick Bosa. What does that do for other, you know, uh, pass rushers? It, it presents you with one-on-one matchups. If you can win a one-on-one matchup every so often, you're going to get pressures, you're going to get quarterback hits, and you're going to get sat, sacks. I'm not saying that, you know, Samson Ebukam and, 
and Charles Amenehu are, you know, they're people are overrating them. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying I think probably a lot of the success by some of the others on the defensive line, you can probably, you know, indirectly credit that to Nick Bosa just because of how dominant he is and how much, you know, attention he demands.